Are the kids all right? How are the kids doing? Kids are out of school, of course, in the lead-up to Christmas. Everybody excited about Santa coming down the chimney. What's going to be under the trees? Under the tree, whether it's real, whether it's fake, whether you're able to actually find one this year. But there's a you know undercurrent of stress that we all have as we try and navigate Omicron and holiday get-togethers and thinking about whether or not the kids are going to actually go back to in-person learning in the new year. My son is in grade 8. My younger son is in grade 8. And he said to me, he's like, do you, do you think I'm going to have to learn from home again in, in the new year? And I said, I just, I just don't know. I know what the chief medical officer of health is saying, which is it looks like you can go back to school, but there's one certainty with the pandemic, and that is uncertainty. And he was pretty crestfallen about that. He doesn't want to have to go back to online learning. Doesn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Last year was a total wasted year. Grade 7 was a throwaway for him. And the outcome, his mental health, everything has been so much better this fall with him able to go to in-person learning. How do I navigate communicating with my son, with my kids? How do you navigate communicating with your kids? Dr. Janine Hubbard is a pediatric and adolescent psychologist and joins me on the line. Hi, doctor. Good morning. So give me some tips here. You know, obviously I'm I'm filled with anxiety and worry over Omicron. I, I I have no certainty about what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. How do I, how do I communicate to my kids that doesn't pass on that anxiety? Honestly, best thing everybody can do is give make yourself a little cocoon within your family for the next few days. Enjoy the holiday. Uh, focus on, you know, whatever it is you guys are doing as a family to celebrate, whether it's celebrating Christmas or just celebrating being off for a couple of days. Um, And really, as much as you can, work on some uh, stress relief for everybody. Give everybody a chance to de-stress and unwind and uh, worry about the school piece closer to time once we have more information. Because you can stress about it through the whole holidays, not going to change what happens, but it isn't going to give you that mental uh, and physical break from it. Uh, for little kids, I love using something called a worry box. And again, you can get them to design it or you can use an old tissue box. doesn't matter. Um, but over the holidays, if they start to have some school-related worries pop up, get them to write them down, put them in the box with the uh, plan of, you know what, we will look at that on January 1st, or we will look at those once we've heard an announcement uh, closer to return to school. But in the meantime, let's put those worries away. Let's focus on what are some fun things that you want to do? What are some things that are going to bring you some joy, you know, make you laugh, de-stress over the holidays? Those are, those are great ideas, and, and I, I totally get what you're saying, but I, I, I find it difficult to present that um, when I myself am racked by anxiety. Oh, like it's... no question, and which again is why we all need that little bit of a break as much as you can. Um, if you're someone who you know has a tendency to do the doom scrolling, and I know I'm talking to somebody in media, so I'm probably asking <laughs> yeah. the impossible, but shut off <laughs> yes. the news and the social media for a couple of days if you can, or really limit the amount of exposure to it. Because um, again, that's just going to uh, continue to increase some of that anxiety. Um, if you really need to focus in on it, um, break it down. Break down the, okay, what were the awful parts of having to be online? What parts of it did you really dislike? What parts did you really find challenging? 
um, and see if maybe having learned that lesson last time, are there some ways that we can, you know, alter it? Are there some ways that we can figure out at least some minor adaptations to make it a little bit easier? Was, were there some things that actually, you know, were a bit of a bonus? Um, and whether it's, again, knowing that, okay, well, this time we've got your workspace set up or we learned that, you know, you sitting up in your bedroom on your bed wasn't great, so we've got a different plan. Like I say, really breaking down the experience into the what worked and what really didn't work so that you can give a bit of a sense of control because the more in control we feel, the less anxiety we're going to feel. And that's one of the reasons why all of this has been so challenging for us because it's all so out of our control or it feels that way. Dr. Hubbard, thank you. That's some great advice there. Very much appreciated. Please take care. Oh, well, you too. And get some rest, if at all possible, over the next little while. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put my phone in that box and maybe, maybe set it alight. That's probably the best thing for me. Thanks, uh, Dr. Hubbard. Anytime. That is Dr. Janine Hubbard, who's a pediatric and adolescent psychologist, talking about navigating anxiety with your family.